Hey everybody, Shane Presley here, Rock Paper Podcast. Thank you so much for checking out another brand new episode. Today's feature singer-songwriter Will Salisbury of Money for Guns. And I had a great time hanging with Will again. This is his fourth time on the show. He stopped by to talk about a brand new record from Money for Guns called all the darkness that's in your head and they got a big album release party happening on saturday afternoon at 3 p.m at the kranzberg on august 19th so if you're free come on out to kranzberg for an early party three o'clock and um you get your copy of the vinyl record or you can uh, find it on all your streaming platforms And check out Money for Guns on your Facebook and Instagram and money-for-guns.com for more info. Tickets can be purchased at metrotix.com right now. But yeah, we dive into the record. We talk about catch up on everything. Hope you enjoy this one. I do want to remind you as always rock paper podcast is brought to you by friendship brewing company in wentzville missouri serving up all your craft beer needs over 25 rotating taps over there and all kinds of delicious specials uh, weekly and daily specials they've got your uh, burgers and flatbread pizzas and salads and pretzels and uh, all kinds of Tasty Eats over there, and you got some great live music. You can come by on Thursdays. They do single bingo. And this Thursday, August August 17th, will be Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. On uh, Friday, August 18th, Jeff Walchhauser. Saturday, August 19th, Steve Kyle. And Sunday, Josh Littig. On uh, And you've been hearing me talk all about it, but Friendship Brewing recently expanded, opening a second location in Flint Hill, Missouri, just outside Winsville. And they call it Fly High. So come over to Friendship Brewing Fly High this weekend for some live music over there. And you got uh, Josh Littig on Friday night at Fly High, August 18th, August 19th, Buddy and Whistle. You can find the full music calendar, beer menu, and food menu at friendshipbrewingcompany.com. Get plugged in with them on your Facebook and Instagram for more info. And come out and see the brand new Fly High. Uh, try the Fly High Kitchen, a brand new food menu over there. From uh, Partnered up with some of the folks of Duke's Barbecue to bring a brand new experience over there. Uh, you got your same great beers, plus you can see the where the brewing happens at. They've got the tanks right there, and it's just a really cool experience to see it all happening. You got a beautiful patio space, plenty of room to stretch out, and uh, you got your nice big stage for the bands there. So come experience the brand new Friendship Brewing in Flint Hill, Missouri. Again, everything at friendshipbrewingcompany.com and tell them Shane sent you. If you need anything from me, feel free to reach out via email at rockpaperpodcast at gmail. 
Uh, everything else at rockpaperpodcast.com. Hit me up on the socials. I would love to hear from you all. With that out of the way, sit back, relax, and enjoy a brand new episode with Will Salisbury of Money for Guns. Um, the podcast is kind of like a, it's like a radio show that's not on the radio. It's on, it's on the internet. Does that make sense? Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> that's also like my mom. Uh, it makes it sound more confusing, doesn't it? Uh, it sounds like this. This is Will Salisbury from Money for Guns, and you are listening to the Rock Paper Podcast. Rock Paper Podcast. Scissors beat paper, paper covers rock. Rock beat scissors, Shane covers nonstop. Never know what new kind of guests that he's got coming at you. Live and direct on the spot could be rock, folk, country, or hip hop, jazz. All kind of folks that he has could be an artist or a comedian to make you laugh on the Rock Paper Double-decker fudge round, rolling round town Shane coming at you live and direct from ground zero He's your hero, he's your bestie Rock, paper, podcast with Shane Presley Rock, paper, podcast Hey everybody, Shane Presley here, Rock Paper Podcast, coming to you from St. Louis, Missouri, hanging out with returning guest, Will Salisbury. Hello. Of Money for Guns. That's me. Welcome back, my friend. Thank you for having me. I used to have a four-timer. Yeah. My jacket next time. Yeah, I'm man. A five-timer. I do. I come up with something. Uh, what, co- for- what would the Rock Paper Podcast jacket look like? Oh, geez. Uh, it's probably... Um, Probably like one of those like starter jackets. Uh, yes. Yeah. Oh yes. Probably one of those. Just like rip off uh, the Chicago Bulls one. And I'm just one hundred percent. Or the Charlotte Hornets yeah. one that was awesome. All right. Those two are the best. Okay. All right. Look forward uh, to it. So yeah, we'll have to we'll have to make that happen. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know, man. It would be fun to have some kind of some kind of thing. I know the point. They do like a um, kind of. Some kind of plaque uh, for okay. whatever, like with a, I don't know, some kind of frame certificate or some sort. I don't know. Like I've seen pictures on their socials with people that are coming on there. If I can get something to post on my LinkedIn, like when I finish a training or something, <laughs> right. you know, I can put like Rock Pepper Podcast, Five Timer. Yeah. Um, yeah. Might help me get promoted. Yeah, man. Yeah, I mean, hey, it couldn't hurt, uh, hopefully. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, man, I mean, I... Uh, Somebody said LinkedIn the other day, and I laughed. I just like I don't know. I guess like I'm not really in that world, so maybe it's more yeah. current uh, thing. But I just like I remember when like everybody joined, like got on LinkedIn for like yeah, and like so maybe in the professional world they do. I haven't really applied for any kind of jobs or anything in quite a while, like 17 years. So it's, it's a like, lot of people patting themselves on yeah. the back for how hard their job is, right. and like you sit down all day. Yeah. Like, no matter what you do, you can do it in a chair, so it's not that hard. Like my dad laid concrete for yeah. thirty years. Like you're you're at your desk. Like it's fine. I feel like every, a lot of people joined it like as like a social, like almost like a the Facebook and Instagram. Like it was like okay, and a LinkedIn. It's like yeah. But uh, I just thought that was I didn't really thought about it in a while, and like made me laugh when it was brought up. Oh, but yeah. it's one of the tools now. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, man. We uh, last time we did one of these. Uh, was over uh, Zoom mm-hmm. uh, during the pandemic uh, that we thought was only going to last, uh, you know, a couple, couple weeks. Yeah, but uh, 
No. Yeah, we were in, that was uh, May. We were like in the thick of it right then, and like had no idea that was gonna yeah, go on. Another go two on. years. Yeah. But, another variant. Yeah. Oh, not All another right. one, doctor. But Get uh, your house. There's so another variant. So this feels real good to be in person this time and uh, getting to hang out with you and catch up. And um, we got a brand new record on the way. Yes. We got a big party. Uh, we got mm-hmm. uh, so a lot of new tunes and a lot to talk about. So uh, I think yeah. uh, I was glad to come over here and catch up and talk about all this going on, man. But uh, so uh, let's start with uh, the party, get some uh, information out there. And we have tickets available right now for August 19th. This Correct. will be the uh, album release party mm-hmm. at the Kranzberg and yeah. Grand Center. So it's right kind of on the corner of... I think it's Olive and Grand, basically right next door to the Fox Theater. It's where the old Woolworths was in like 30s and 40s and 50s. So, yeah, it's a three o'clock show. So it's also a documentary film. We're filming the whole thing. That'll come out next year. But, yeah, if you got kids, you just want to get out, have a fun afternoon. Um, River Ghost Reviews opening the show. And then West Wingate and the late bloomers are playing. And then, you know, we'll close it down. It's going to be a blast. Uh, tickets are on Metro Ticks. So that's Saturday, August 19th. So a couple weeks from now or whenever this comes out, a week or so. So, yeah, we look forward to seeing you. It's, you know, 12 bucks. But if you want, if you pay, I think, 35, you get a free autographed copy of the record with it. Well, it's not free. You're paying for it. But, you know, <laughs> for a different price point, uh-huh. you get that included All right. because those are limited. I'm so looking forward to it, man. Yeah, that's what I thought was really nice, too, is that you, uh, along with the uh, digital and everything else, the this collection of songs, you decided to press this one on vinyl. Yes. And uh, so we have a beautiful 180-gram uh, vinyl that oh, goes yeah. with uh, everything. Like I said, for $35, you can get uh, a ticket and a record to go with it. So Yeah, the records are all available online. Or, you know, email me, slide into my DMs. Um, we'll get you a vinyl record. So very excited about this. It's the best thing we've ever done. It's I am so surprised how great it is. I got to be a part of it which is just an honor to play with the guys I play with, but it's so good. It's the best thing any of us have ever done. And we've all played on a lot of really great records over the last two decades. So if you like rock and roll, if you like Tom Petty, you like, I don't know, Fiona Apple, Tom Waits, you're going to really, you're going to find something to dig on this album. Yeah. I, I, uh, you gave me a little, uh, sneak peek. Yeah. So I, I got to preview the record and on my drive over, I was giving it a good listen in the car. Um, Thank you. I still believe in that. I still believe in the car test, you know. It's like, oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Got a, uh, so it was definitely a good album to drive to, uh, cruising down the highway and nice. a lot of, uh, variety in it, which I really liked. And just mm-hmm. like a good, um, just a good mix of Ameri- American music, man. You got, uh, mm-hmm. you know, some more, uh, kind of acoustic songwriter and a guitar type of you know approach to some of the little more stripped down kind of yeah definitely sides of the record but then you got some that are kind of uh, a little more punk and rock yeah. you know a little upbeat and uh having a little uh more attitude in there and having some fun <laughs> with those and and uh you know so it's just fun to hear uh a lot of different uh sides of money for guns coming through on this record so it's everything we can do currently is on this record so flat out rockers um i wrote a few of the riffs kyle wrote a few of the riffs dave's wrote a few of the riffs todd wrote a song on this kevin wrote one of the riffs austin plays a different keyboard sound on basically every single song 
So you're right. It's a great variety. Um, Todd just, I was like, you know, Todd, I want to put a song of yours on this record. You know, he's such a good songwriter. And he sent me like three or four and I put on the one that ends up on the record. It's called Ozark Soul. And I heard 10 seconds of it. And I was just like, we're going to use Ozark Soul on this record. Yeah. It's so good. It's, it's when you hear it, you're not, you don't think, well, this is a catchy tune, but it's been in my head for four months. Like just the way he plays it and sings it is so good. Right. And it's, it just sounds like it's got a blue stomp, but a little bluegrass to it. It's a little dark. Um, his voice is like, I don't know, smooth velvet poured over a Guinness. It's so good. <laughs> so, um, yeah, you're right. Sorry. I'm yeah. a little long winded. Yeah. I, uh, but I'm excited for everybody else to give this a listen uh, to me. Uh, you know, I, I say it a lot, but I feel like, um, a good uh, album to me could also sound like a movie soundtrack, like, mm -hmm. you know, a little, you know, highs and lows and everything in between, some emotional, some happy, some sad, some, yeah. you know, some uh, party, some, you know, just like you get a variety uh, in there. And that's what this record feels like, too, for me. Like, I feel like we could almost score a movie. Oh, thank you. What, yeah. You know, uh, from what we have here and stuff, like that kind of thing. Like, you know, it's just like yeah. it, it's very, it feels like it could pair well. So, as you're saying, like you're talking, you know, it'd be a live concert film documentary, like you're saying, filming yes. this, but like just, you know, imagining that kind of element of it, like could be, yeah, could be cool, man. Like it's very cinematic right. in a sense, like the, so, I mean, since we were kids, you know, we're about the same age. Someone's always been talking about the end of the world and it's going to end. And then, you know, I was like, whatever. But then, like, you know, from 2020 to 2022, I was like, am I uh, a chance <laughs> it can happen? It creeped into my head. So I did that, read a lot of Dennis Johnson novels. And so there's very sweeping landscapes in the lyrics and a lot of, not a lot, but a few of the songs are kind of about that. Like, this, this may very well be yeah. the end. We have one called um, We Knew This Would Kill, which is just kind of this... If you've read like Cormac McCarthy's The Road or um, The Name of the World by Dennis Johnson, just sort of that, oh, this, yeah, that marching towards death. But then we have, then Kyle sends us one morning the song called, all of us in an email called All the Catholic Girls Love Paul Simon. Yeah. And I guess we all got the email at the same time. The subject line hooked us. <laughs> That's what it was called. And we put that song on. And every one of us within about five minutes just emailed back, this is genius, this is genius, and it's on the record. And I challenge any Paul Simon fan to pick up every single Paul Simon reference in the song. It's yeah. amazing. So you're right. I mean, it's yeah. very cinematic, very well, you, it's varied as a record. Well, let's talk about that one because you, uh, um, like I said, Kyle wrote this one. Mm -hmm. And uh, this is uh, one definitely one that caught my attention. Uh, one of my favorites so so far on the yeah. uh, initial listen and stuff. And I really enjoyed this one a lot. I like that also kind of the whole uh, – uh, I, you know, maybe I'll have to give it and trying to pick up on other references, but yeah. kind of the, with all the names, uh, yep. in there, it kind of got the whole 50 ways to leave your lover type of yeah. type of thing. Like, uh, you know, and that kind of writing style. Yeah. Um, but, uh, man, yeah, just a great tune. Just like, I don't know, like there's like kind of this, uh, surf rock or yeah kind of it sounds guitar like licks he was going through in his head when singing it the song me and julio down by the schoolyard right so if you know that one you'll kind of be like oh okay yeah. i see it now so it's got that feel it's like almost surf rock All right a little latin flavor to it but you're right you're right on right on the money yeah but it just uh and of course uh i mean 
Paul Simon's got all kinds of great hits. So, well, so. his wife, Megan, one of my dearest and oldest friends, um, and her sisters, uh, they're the Catholic girls that love Paul Simon. Yeah. And it's like, oh, you're right, they do. And um, he, uh, there's a line in there that made me laugh. It's, it's you don't even hear it the first time, but it's just quote uh, a t-shirt and blazer. He's always styling. All the Catholic girls love Paul Simon. I just got this mental image of a 1980s Paul Simon with that bla- t-shirt and blazer, and it just it got me chuckling. I just fell in love with that song right yeah. away. Yeah, man. I uh... catalog and loves fast wounds and canicles and sacred tunes. Another perfect harmony. Every day's an endless dream. Signals with a casual grace Well, I guess it's not 
so I've obviously, you know, been aware of like the hits uh, from from mm-hmm. Paul, but um, you know, I've never really like took a big deep dive into his catalog. Oh. And uh, but uh, when I was working at Oyster Bar, Sean Cannon would do every Wednesday night down there doing a different tribute to that guy's up. And ball of oh, talent. Yeah, Good Lord. Sure. Sweet dude. Oh, yeah. Sweet guy too, Sean. Uh, so one of those nights was uh, he did uh, Graceland and like went through the whole record. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, man, I like so much great music uh, yeah. in his catalog. And it's like, and but he's one of those guys. I mean, I, obviously people that love him, you know, are all into it. But it's like, you know, you just like, you know, you kind of forget. He's one of those guys that kind of slips through that you forget, like, yeah. oh, I know this one, I know this one, I know this one. Yep. It's like goes on and on. Like it's like him, John Fogarty. Yeah. There's guys like hey, everyone's just a banger. I yeah, know right. every one of these yeah. songs. Yep. Um, but yeah. So anyway, great, uh, great collection of music, and but uh, I, I think Sean a lot for introducing or you know continuing to remind me how many you know these great songs that. Oh, I yeah, kinda, man. I've, I've kind of forgot about over time and I stuff. I how many songs Sean actually knows how to play. Oh, it's... I, like, if he ever sat down and counted, he'd be like, good Lord. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's, uh, it's impressive, man. Like, he's yeah. he's a very talented guy and yeah. ton of fun and, like I said, a great friend. And uh, But, yeah, if you haven't got to check out uh, Voodoo Players, yeah. get out and go, uh, go check out a show and have a good time. It's, that's the way I've kind of, for me, uh, working those shows was... Uh, a really fun way to network through St. Louis music. I met all sorts of yeah. uh, different players on different shows and then learned their original music and stuff too. And yeah, so. he also plays in Western States. My mm-hmm. old uh, fellow Colombian Tim Lloyd was yeah. in a band with him. Um, old Country Thunder Tim Lloyd, but yeah, it's a good man too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I really like Western States a lot. Yeah. yeah. Tim's a good dude. Great um, family. But uh, yeah, man. I uh, So. Again, uh, you can pick up a copy. Uh, what's the name of the... Uh, it's called All the Darkness That's in Your Head. All the Darkness. Jaunty little... It comes from the lead track, I'm Electricity. Yeah. Um, it's available on our website, money-4-guns.com. Or, you know, it's linked everywhere. You find us anywhere. Just Google us and yeah. you can get to it. You know, everything will be on along with the, the physicals uh, on vinyl. We'll have uh, this mm-hmm. all on digital the same day or is that... Uh... Yeah, so right now there's a preview on I think Amazon, Apple Music. Spotify doesn't do that, but on the 19th everything's officially released. So when you wake up that morning, you yeah. can put it on when you're cooking breakfast or, you know, whatever you do. Yeah. Constitutional, so... Yeah. Uh, well, you mentioned uh, I'm Electricity. Yeah. This, uh, in like including the title track i guess in a way uh, mm-hmm. the title's pulled from this track and mm-hmm. um but uh another, just uh, another fun one man this was um but uh number one on the record right yeah Type. we uh so kevin uh the drummer has pointed an empty drum set nobody can see <laughs> so kevin the drummer who usually sits behind me here uh he lives i don't know a few blocks from condolet park and in his basement he has a room the ceiling's a little lower than this one and it just his drums sound amazing in there so we recorded that one there it sounds it's a great way to f- open the record the first thing you hear on this record is kevin's voice counting in which was very very intentional because his voice is never on there. We actually got him to sing a vocal on this record, yeah. so which I'm very excited about. Yeah, that song, I love that song. That is a fun one to play live. That is a, it's, I don't think we can cuss on here, can we? No. Yeah, you can. Oh, say it's an ass shaker. Yeah. What, there's a few ass shakers on this. This one and the song right after that, Smooth Long Legs and a Cigarette, a couple of ass shakers, man. Yeah. So, no.
Yeah, well, hopefully uh, we'll get some dancers, uh, some ass hope. shaking going on in Kranzberg, man. People to have fun. That's the whole reason you play live. That's yeah. it. That's what I tell everyone. When you're when you're in your basement or you're by yourself, you're a songwriter, you're a musician. When you get on that stage, you're an entertainer and a performer, man. Put on a show. Make the people happy. If you get people dancing, that's what they remember. They had a blast at your show. Yeah. So you can you can come you can start the dancing. So I'll count on you. All right. Yes. <laughs> you and the wife. You're on yeah. the you're on the list. You right. make it that day. They, uh, they're, uh, I don't know. I, I guess, uh, I can't think of every, every lyric, but, uh, I do, I noticed there was, a a curse on, uh, on this record. There was a, oh. there was an F, F bomb in there, right? Which one? And, uh, wasn't it, uh. Was it all the Catholic girls? What? It's, it's bleeped out. Yeah. He's, uh, cause he says. So much fun, you don't give a... And then I go, what? Uh, yeah. So we drowned it out, <laughs> yeah. so it's still radio right. friendly. Yeah, yeah. That's the only one yeah. that comes close. Yeah. Uh, but there was a... But that's definitely... Uh, I just thought it was funny. Like, uh, I like some of that stuff, too. Like, maybe implied. Like, mm-hmm. it's fun, like, to throw some things in there. Or Kyle's... Or, or, uh, yeah, Kyle. He's, he's got such a big head. Me talking about him so much, but... Yeah. He is funny. He also has another song he wrote the lyrics to on here called Staring Down Hallways that... He was in New Jersey. That's where Megan's family's from. Okay. They're visiting her parents and her sister Claire. Um, 
And he was just, you know, they're doing their family thing. And he's like, I'm just going to play guitar. And he wrote that song, sent it to us. And I'm like, can we please put this on the record? It's it's uh, some of his best work. I, I listen to that one in my car. Like, I, I can't just sit and listen to Money for Guns records. But like, if I'm not singing it, yeah. you know, it's not Kyle singing it. So I can still listen to it over and over. That's a uh, song's phenomenal. All right. Yeah. So what you uh, you said, you feel like a lot of this kind of started as a pandemic project this record like uh you were influenced by the the yeah. times then as as far as your own writing and stuff you you feel like most of this uh material was written uh in that that span then or was so was, the was oldest some... song is the devil in a lonely mind which i i wrote in i think 2018 or 19 and we just never got it recorded so but everything else was kind of during that um the pandemic where I had a lot of time, you know, I was reading a lot, you know, you kind of, it works its way. And you know, when you're going through something like that, we all kind of went through something traumatic together. Right. Some people far more. I was very fortunate. Um, uh, me, my wife, uh, and our daughter were fine, but it's a traumatic, weird, jarring experience that we're all just kind of like inside all of a sudden, and you don't know what's going to happen. Everyone's watching the news every day. So it kind of, seeped in and then i was reading some darker novels and that always all those words kind of worked their way in but yeah and then we came out of it and the la- a few of the tracks were written post pandemic you know all the catholic girls um smooth long legs i'm electricity those were after and you can kind of tell they got a little more uh hope in them <laughs> or a little more they're a little sexier a little more fun and playful than you know we knew this would kill or I'm looking at the set list over here. There will come soft rains, which is incredibly dark. I can tell you about that one if you want. But yeah, it's a, it was a weird time, man. It's I, I don't know if that's the right word for it, but I didn't realize until maybe a year and a half into it how much it was literally affecting me. Like right. I was sitting at work one day and I'm like, oh God, it just kind of hit me. I was like, eh, I'm not doing all right, man. So I'm guessing that happened to a lot of people. Yeah. But luckily- we're for the most part on the sure. back side of it. But yeah, I'm glad we got, uh, you know, some of these great tunes, uh, out there mm-hmm. ready to go now and, uh, from it all and, and, uh, getting ready to share with the world, man. So snag those tickets, uh, yes. August 19th, metrotix.com. Yes. Um, and, uh, is there, I guess on that ticket link, is there, uh, the option to to get the record with it also? Or? Yeah, yeah. So there's the two tiers you can pick and then you, um, and you go to pricing info. And if you pick one, you just get in to the show. And in the second one, I'll get notified that you chose that. And then when you get there, uh, I'll be waiting for you. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Very cool, man. Did we do CDs also or just? Uh, no, no CDs this time. No yeah. one buys them anymore. Yeah, right. I'm just like, it's got a closet full of them over there. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's just vinyl and digital. That's kind of the way of the world these days yeah i i think that's i mean i i know there's people that probably still love picking up cds i mean i mm-hmm. i do when they're available if uh if if, if a vinyl is not available yeah, um, yeah. but if I, my my go-to would be to purchase a vinyl if uh mm-hmm. if given the opportunity so yeah um i don't know i think uh everybody's got their own things but yeah you know, it just seems like that's kind of the move right now like a lot it's more of a collector item type of thing. Like it's fun yeah. to have, fun to have these records available and and people that want to support in that way. And um, but uh, but yeah, I don't know. I, it was funny. I was so. Um, you, have you got to catch uh, 
Twisted Metal yet? Have you watched, no, <laughs> watched, I have this, not. Okay. watched this show? I have not. And so it was based off the uh, classic, you know, video game. Uh, okay. I don't know if you even played the no. video game. No. It's no. That's way back, but it's kind of the uh, it was goofy game anyway. It's like kind of this demo derby type of uh, okay. kind of concept. We just like running around, shooting up cars and smashing everything. And okay. I'm in. In yeah. this like post-apocalyptic type of world kind of thing. It's like. Yeah. Um, so it's not like it has some great folklore, you know, backstory or anything. Like <laughs> it's just like very much of a smash them up kind of. Yeah, yeah. kind of game well now they've turned it into a series and uh with uh uh aaron mackey or uh not, yeah i think that's uh, right aaron uh, i don't know i think it is okay let's go with aaron I'm yeah, yeah. With that. i think it's i'm pretty sure it's aaron mackey uh and um will arnett is uh he has a voice uh, okay in the series but anyway, I brought it up because there was a there was a good moment. Um, they're in this again. It's like kind of the the world's ruined. There's all these like new um, cities being developed. So everything's like new Chicago, new San Francisco. <laughs> okay, and uh, and they're like um, so he's out on the road, like out there, you know, traveling, and he finds this like car turned over and he like kind of like going through picking through and he's like and she's like you did this for some uh he grabs a cd visor and she goes you did this for some stupid cds like stupid cd he's like these are not stupid he's like these are priceless memories and it's like and uh yes and he, so he grabs it he looks at it and he's like dmx oh yeah we're holding on to that one and uh <laughs> and he's like dave matthews band nah and he's like sl- slings the dave matthews band <laughs> and then uh he holds up uh what's this one he goes and it's uh hansen Oh, and she goes, uh, she goes, yeah, you're going to hate it at first, but it'll, it grows on you and especially track two. And so I laughed. I was like, all right. And of course I had to go double check cause I was pretty sure it had to be Mbop, but oh, and, yeah. and it was track two. So dude, but I just track of our youth. Yeah. I just love that. Um, CDs made it like that survived the, you know, the apocalypse and everything that we have like the, yeah. so that the seat that's what what a long way of getting there but like i love that they uh made the references uh that uh, these dmx cds are still hanging around and I don't like know if you remember this there was like a point in like somewhere between 2004 2006 where the keyboard player from hansen was in a band with james eha from the smashing pumpkins oh yeah <laughs> I, was, I remember seeing it in rolling stone and i was like it's like i i haven't been drinking like this yeah. is real so i need to look that up but yeah, dude. Well, I have a 200 disc changer up there because right. my wife and I had all these CDs, and I'm like we can't throw these away. So I went on, uh, like, marketplace or something, bought a 200 disc changer and put it up there. I put it on rotate. It's like my own personal jukebox. I'm like, oh, Bush 16 Stone. Yeah, okay, all right. Now we're feeling it. it's high school in here. Yeah. Uh, yeah, dude. Now, but no one buys them. Yeah. So, oh well. Yeah. I, the dodo. I've got a whole bunch, and uh, as my car is like full of them. And occasionally, if I'm like, you know, mm-hmm. I'll flip it, I'll throw one in. Uh, but for the most part, it's probably, you know, Spotify or Sirius XM. And, yeah. You know, kind of thing. Like, but I do love having, there's a lot of CDs I have that are not on digital anywhere. So it's yeah, like, you know, they only, too. they only live uh, yep. in that format. So, yep. um, or on my iPod, <laughs> you know, so it's like, <sighs> my iPod. 
Yeah. Uh, so I did do, I did dust that off not too long ago and, Dang. uh, it still works and still, you know, I got I had a, something B3 player somewhere. I don't even want to know what's yeah. on there, man. Stacy, we, so we were just cleaning out the shed and Stacy found her a little, um, <clears throat> the, they were like the little CDs. Uh, oh yeah. 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 yeah like, I remember them. I forget what they're called. Yeah. Like, but it was like an MP3 player, but like with fur. Had little bitty CDs and like mm-hmm. to put them in there, and so she was. Uh, <laughs> so I laughed because she was sitting there. She plugged, uh, putting her batteries in it, and she plugged my headphones into it, and she's in there on the couch, like listening to them, and she's uh, <laughs> having a real good time, like time traveling, <laughs> listening to all this stuff that she yeah, from dude. high school and stuff. So she's like uh, sitting on the couch, like White America, you know, <laughs> like starts singing along this song. I, man, it's weird when that stuff comes on, I get automatically placed in where I was when I started listening to that record. Yeah, right. Like I'll hear like Matthew Ryan records and just thinking about it, there's this Matthew Ryan record called Mayday. And I remember I am right now in my head, I'm in my, uh, 1992 white Pontiac Sunbird in Columbia, right by where the old high V was, I guess it was up off Nifong or something. I remember exactly where I was when I put that record on. I was just like, oh, I'm so sad. <laughs> like it takes you right there. When you hear that stuff, you haven't heard in forever. Man. Yeah. It's uh, yeah. Gosh. Yeah. I'm uh, you know, I, I agree. I, I have those same, uh, memories like, you know, just our same, you know, feelings towards, uh, putting on a record and like mm-hmm. time traveling right back to that day and, yeah uh cruising around with my friends and usually a lot of them are paired with like 16 you know like just getting my first car and license yeah. and you know hitting the road with my buddies and like you know actually getting to you know control the radio and do all you know like all these kind of <laughs> yeah. things like uh usually if you're in dad's truck or whatever you had to listen to what dad wanted and you know now so now i'm at my own get to control my own yeah. radio now clue 103 good yeah. times right oh, yeah. that's sure. what was always in the old man's car yeah, yeah. Yeah, I uh, uh, my dad was more uh into the whole you know K she K hits like the uh, okay a lot of the uh you know southern rock stuff the uh but he also liked I remember we had a uh, he had this Conway Twitty box set hell yeah and we listened to a lot of those songs and talk about pipes of gold yeah <sighs> I didn't realize until uh, which I think is a funny about him. You know, I'm, I'm singing all these songs as a kid. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then one, like one day I'll let, revisit it and I'm like, man, these songs are filthy. Like, oh, <laughs> dude, I was listening to, so I love Dion of the Belmonts when I was yeah. a kid. And I'm just like, oh, I'm going to add this to a playlist. And I'm like, run around soon. I'm like, oh, I'm like the Wanderer. Whoa, this yeah. is, you can't treat women like that. Dion, what are you doing, man? It's not, you don't just jump from town to town. Uh, yeah. So yeah, 100% correct. Like I didn't realize when I was eight that run around Sue yeah. was, she was not. <laughs> Wow, she's whew. yeah. That's funny though. It's like how much of that just like goes over your head when you're a kid. Yep. Like you just uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, man, I, tight songs are I'm sitting here. Machines. I'm sitting here singing tight fitting jeans and love to lay you down. <laughs> so I'm like, uh, <laughs> yeah. people going by like, what All is right. that kid singing? Yeah, uh, yeah, man. Music's uh, a time machine. I love yeah, it. Like yeah. Books, movies right. from when you were a kid. All that stuff. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, uh, but I, like I said, I, you know, I like having all those cause for these, for these reasons. So, 
Uh, I think there's a lot of people that feel that way about CDs and in, you know, of course, vinyl records too. There's mm-hmm. the, exactly that. And I think what's nice about the vinyl record to, is, uh, it's a lot more, um, you know, you can engage with a, with music more. I feel like, you know, it's not, uh, it's more interactive in a sense yeah. where, you, cause you actually, actually, you know, uh, take it out of the sleeve, yeah, right. put it on, you yeah. drop the needle. Right. Yeah. It's a, and I just love that, that crackle. Yeah. And it comes out I'm like, ah, oh, yes. So yeah. it's like, I, I don't know. For me, that's a, it's a good way to really dive in. I feel like so much music's kind of just become um, background noise or, you know, so whatever's on the radio or mm-hmm. those kind of things. And I just like, it's nice when I can actually like, I'm going to listen to this album and that's what I'm doing right now, you know, it's mm-hmm. kind of thing. So, um, but yeah, I mean, that's just me. I like how I like to, I like to do it. I like to, I listen to a lot of it at work and just kind of zone out listening to lyrics and yep. getting lost in the, in the tunes. And, um, but yeah. Yeah. Our records old school comes with the, the little liner notes with all the lyrics in it. Everything's in there. I was like, we're doing this right. Yeah. Those are the ones I like. I can still get them. I go up there and get like, um, I got a copy of Tom Petty's long after dark and I pull out the lyrics. I'm like, Oh yes. I can. Oh, that's what he's saying. It's, <laughs> yeah. That same experience I had when I was a kid. I was in high school and college, and I really like that. Um, the same thing with CDs when you could open up the little paper booklet that ended up being like 12 pages wide, and you could read all the lyrics in like 0.5 font. <laughs> so, yeah, given that experience, that's – Yeah. Yeah, I like it a lot. Yeah, man. Well, uh, yeah, I'm excited for everybody to give us a, a spin, like I said, whenever uh comes out here uh, – on the 19th and uh, we did do a live one though for you yeah uh, we did do a little uh will solo acoustic uh, version of a song called where only ghosts of lovers meet yes we're only ghosts of lovers meet that's a that's on side two i think it's track 10 or nine i can't remember i think it's 10 uh great song the think the guitar and the vocals kind of drive it but the drums in that and then the keyboard at the back end and you can't kind of it'll get in your head todd's got a mandolin line in there where you're like oh that's that's sexy so yeah yeah, yeah man yeah. what uh what do you i could use a cigarette here tonight next to you in fluorescent light I know it's autumn now and we're supposed to stop somehow I memorized the words you left drifting in between your breaths inside my head I'm restless again All you dream of death and politics, the cracked pieces you couldn't fix, they're all left to memory buried beneath the wake of leaving in red and white summer dress. I held my tongue while you did your best through one last walk in city heat, wandering down western streets where all the ghosts of love is me. 
We're on the ghost of love Others made Now my arms and legs are tired But my mind it's awake and wide I still see you every now and then My eyes close but never again in the and on the street along the cafes where friends can anything behind lyrics wise that you that come to mind with this one that no like i had um i whenever i get an idea for a line i like either text it to myself or i put it in like a google drive doc and um i just had this idea like we're only ghost meat i'm like oh that's kind of neat so i had that sitting there and i was going through all these lines trying to figure out a song and it just kind of jumps out of the page at me and all these come together so i thought like you know, like when you kind of walk through your past or whatever, and you can kind of walk down streets you haven't been on in a long time, and you remember where you were, and there's, you know, whoever else was there with your boys or your friends or whoever. And I thought about that, like you're kind of meeting ghosts as you're walking around, like, you know, whether it's, you know, 25-year-old me or, mm-hmm. um, you know, the people Dave and I used to run with in Columbia. It's like everything's the same, but it's a little older, it's a little dingier, but you remember, you know, when you were on the corner of whatever – fifth and Broadway in Columbia across from tropical liqueurs. Like I remember that. And I like that idea of where only ghosts of lovers meet, where you can kind of remember that when you're walking through an old ghost town. Yeah. But, yeah. Nice, man. Thanks. I, um, it was deeper than I thought. It was uh, All right, okay. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, you're, uh, there's a kind of, that's geared to, uh, like teens. I think like, uh, there's a show called lock and key on Netflix. Mm-mm. Never, never Man, you're like, I'm striking out. Well, uh, I mean, I've been rewatching Justified lately. Yeah, so right. That's where I've been. Well, like, it's not like I don't know why I even like started it, but it's because really not really my thing. But I got hooked into it and like I I started. So, and of course, it was like one of those weekends where it was like had nothing. So I just like binged like the entire, you know, series yeah. kind of thing. It's, it's a, uh, it's it's an interesting sh- sh- uh concept like it's so they move into this like old house as you're like talking about where ghosts meet like it's where i'm kind of like mm-hmm. there's some elements of like 
ghost Ooh. ghost stuff in the, the paranormal. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, but they move into this like old house, uh, and it's called uh, the the key house, and like so, okay. and all the they their family has been there for whatever centuries and kind of thing. But they would have these keys, and all these keys had different powers and like and kind okay. of thing. And then like uh, so they can like open up certain doors and certain do- like one door is like a portal thing type to uh, you can just you know think about wherever you want to go in your mind. O- open that door and go there. Okay, and kind of thing. So uh, one of them uh, they put in like the back of their neck, and it opens up their head, and they can go through their mind and their oh good lord their, their memories and stuff okay. like and kind of thing. So like. One kid's mind looks like uh, like a mall, you know, and so there's like the arcade and the all this stuff and like, okay. but each like thing is like all these different parts of his m- memories. So there's all these things and uh, there's so there's a lot of like it's kind of messes. Is for me it like makes me think a lot. Like it makes you like, man, that would like, you know, uh, it'd be it's kind of a weird mm-hmm. way to make you think about some of the stuff. So but yeah, but there's Where one I go back to there's one where like go through like a door and it goes out to like kind of uh this like graveyard kind of thing and they can talk to their uncle who's a ghost out there and stuff and they're like kind of so like uh i think uh that's kind of a thing too like just you know like having those conversations with with some of the you know literally ghosts in that particular setting but you know i like i said as you're talking about that song man like that is some some heavy kind of stuff to think about because uh for me like you know i still live in like the same town that i grew up in yeah and when i was a kid you know small towns not nearly the same small town anymore but like i drive through and i'm like oh that's where this used to be or yeah that's where this used you know that's like that's where we did this you know that's where we hung out and like when you know i just feel it feels weird like you know like that there are these memories, but all the memories have changed now, and it's like yeah, it's very weird. So Columbia is like that for college, and then like uh, so many businesses have turned over and turned around. I'm just like, well, Guitar Finder used to be here, yeah. um, Mexican Joint used to be here. It was it, then it was a sandwich shop before that. The Boone right. Tavern was here. So all these places that meant a lot to me, they're just gone, and it's like, well, like the dorm that Dave and I lived in it was a huge part of our lives and a part of our identity. They just tore it down and built a new one it's like all right i mean you know i guess you got to yeah. but it still feels a little weird man it's very yeah yeah it's very strange yeah i also uh uh laugh at like now like the uh like they turned the white castle into a dispensary out there by me that's <laughs> just couldn't they just have them both there right, yeah. i mean that's what you're gonna end up in <laughs> anyway so i just just funny to like it still looks like White Castle, but now it's that, or it's like the they turned uh, an old Casey's gas station into a Mexican restaurant. Man, so that's that's blast. Like <laughs> my friend Dan Haynes and I, we both agree that as far as we're concerned, Casey's is a pizza restaurant that sells gas. Yeah, right. I uh, shouldn't say this yeah. on anything recorded, but my favorite pizza ever. I mean, I've had Shakespeare's, I've had Dewey's, I'd have all the fancy ones in Missouri and St. Louis. A sausage pizza from Casey's is my favorite pizza. I've tried them all. I'm like, yeah. that's the one I want. They, they're pretty good, man. Yeah. I, like, uh, and I don't know. <laughs> you're like, you're pretty good. Yeah, I, not- I mean, like, I don't know that I would go as far as my favorite, but I do love Casey's pizza. And I do like, and we don't, I don't get it a lot, like, because it's not convenient for me yeah. where I'm at. They don't have one uh, too close to me. Like, uh, so, like, I do a lot of podcasts, though, like, over in Belleville. 
Yeah, Bell Vegas, baby. Yeah. yeah. Like, and or Collinsville and stuff. And like, so it's like there's well, Casey's all over in Illinois. So I'm yes. like, you know, every time I'm over there, I get excited that I get to get some Casey's pizza. And oh, stuff. where Kyle lives in Columbia, it's at the top of his hill. Yeah. So every time I go, I'm like, well, I need gas well, while I'm here. I don't want to be rude. Right. Yeah. I'm going <laughs> to buy right. myself a slice. Yeah. They do have a new uh, thin crust pizza over there. Oh, really? So my buddy Ryan was going on about it. And uh, so I had a, uh, was out towards um, Troy, Missouri uh, one day. And they have one, a Casey's out there, actually two of them. Um, yes. So I went ahead and stopped in and tried out the new uh, thin crust. And it's, it's pretty tasty. We So here's my love of Casey's. Uh, we put out an album in 2018 called The Gaslight Sessions. We recorded the gas uh, gaslight. And there's a song called A Pistol and Some Dreams where we, the end of it is he burns down a Casey's. We put a Casey's in the song. <laughs> right. Uh, the, it's specifically the Casey's in Paris, Missouri. Um, but yeah. Forever immortalized in song, Casey's. <laughs> yeah. <gasps> so good. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I agree. I think the, the, you know definitely a pizza place that sells gas. That's a that's a Dan that's, Haynes quote. I right. can't claim it. Yeah, yeah. but uh, uh, yeah, I, I'm not sure uh, if I, re- I got, I'm guessing they're all doing the thin crust. So maybe, check we'll check it out. I I, yeah. I give my uh, my thumbs up of approval. So when I try it, I will shoot you a text and let you know. Yeah, my because I'm a connoisseur of Casey's Pizza. My yeah. my stepmom Connie, uh, wonderful amazing woman. She managed the Casey's in Ozark, Missouri when we were kids. So we got a lot of Casey's Pizza. <laughs> And then we save a little box thing that you can pull off. Kevin Avery knows what I'm talking about. You could pull like a little piece of the box off when you got 10 of them, then you got a free pizza. But oh, we were getting free pizzas that. already. So I'm just, I'm just, you know, working the system. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, yeah. I was thinking, man, uh, there was a memory um, unlocked uh, a little bit ago. Um, remember like uh, when all the like the soda caps like had like games, you know, like every. Oh, yeah. Uh, you get a free 20 ounce or something, yeah. you know, different thing. Well, like, I don't know what it was. I think it was drinking a lot of like um, Sprite at the time. And like they had a thing going on. And I felt like I was, or like, I think, or no, 7 Up and Dr. Pepper. That's what it was. Because mm-hmm. they're the same company. Yeah, yeah. And then like, so I was getting like those caps and I was like getting like a free one liter, like on every one of them. And I felt like I was like somehow unlocked, uh, you know, the, the secret. <laughs> the secret you, know, yeah. like, you know, so like. Somehow I was getting like free soda every time I went, and I was like, "Man, this is like, that's heavy." Yeah, and then, um, and then, uh, but I did do a, I did win like a, I found like I was walking somewhere and I found like a cap and I happened to look at it, and it was a, a Sprite one and it was like a basketball jersey, so I sent that in and heck and, uh, yeah, I got, a, got a Sprite basketball jersey. So. Oh man, I remember that campaign. Yeah. I tell you, every, every time I drink a Seven Up, I'm like, "This is delicious." Yeah. I'm just like ah. They did it right. Yeah. It's the perfect soda, man. <laughs> that, uh, but yeah, it just feels nice when you, you feel like you're like, you know, you're not doing anything illegal, but you feel like you're getting away with something because you're <laughs> like continuing to get free pizzas or free sodas. Like and, recording a podcast yeah, on a right. Friday afternoon. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, we should be. Uh, getting right. away with something. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm sure I'm not needed anywhere. Yeah. Okay. But uh, yeah, man. So uh we got uh, the record on the way. We got uh, we're going to record this uh, um, uh, for documentary purposes, uh, yes. hopefully uh, for a future release. Hopefully, so. we can get you on camera. You come to the show, shaking my ass. Get a word from shit, please. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! Just keep it, keep it, keep it PG thirteen. Um, no, please come. Like yeah. it's going to be a fun day. 
we're a bunch of really easy to get along with guys. It'll be a fun show. It's there's no pretension. There's no delusions of grandeur. It's just right. gonna play a lot of rock and roll and have a lot of fun. Yeah. Wes is playing. He's a phenomenal keyboard player, piano player. Um, and then River Ghost Review is opening. Robert Watson, uh, one of my favorite songwriters, him and his brother Joel, and I think Nick. I'm not sure if Andy will be here, but I know Nick will. Great, great guys. Yeah. So be there or be square. Yeah, man. Uh, well, I got a couple of uh, questions. Uh, oh. Get your take on some of these, man. Okay. But, uh, I know it was going to be a lightning round. Yeah, right? a lightning round, yeah. Uh, but uh, maybe... Uh, uh let's go with uh one i've been having fun with and this is uh say say we have uh the the will salisbury action figure is coming okay. out what would you like to see is like your three accessories to go with your your action oh, your man. my three accessories i want like the sword that he man had yeah um definitely um night vision goggles and then a jet pack and that was those would be my three a jet pack he-man sword night vision goggles i think yeah. i could pretty much accomplish anything right, right. Yeah, i mean what else do you need <laughs> <laughs> maybe beef jerky but yeah. that's different you know uh i uh me and my friends we talk about uh quite a bit how um that uh that was like one of the biggest uh things uh that changed through the pandemic is beef jerky prices. They've really uh, skyrocketed. Yeah, and that was just ri- ridiculous trying to trying to purchase yeah, some beef jerky. They didn't jerky. think we noticed. We noticed. <laughs> yeah, right. It was like seven dollars. Yeah, it's less than a pound in here. Let's <laughs> eat the silica packet. <laughs> uh, all right. Um, so. Uh, Mm-hmm. What about uh, something you think you could get into the Guinness Book of World Records for? Is there, is there oh, man. I think you if, could. If I was trained up, maybe spinning a basketball on my finger. I think my record is like six minutes. It's probably a lot longer than that. Um, that would be a far fetch. But for me, hmm, probably number of 90s NBA references that I can somehow sneak into a business call. Like that. <laughs> probably do or right. times someone talks about ray langford i probably that's what i could get in the Guinness Records. yeah no <laughs> i uh <laughs> i went uh uh t- they got top golf out in chesterfield yeah i went out there the other day and i don't know why it tri- triggered memories but i started doing a bunch of nba jam uh, lines like commentating like he's on fire. yeah i was like baseline leaner you know it's like, <laughs> I, was like uh, I don't know why but like so just started thinking about some classic uh 90s uh basketball moments and stuff and oh my, man and always sean kemp and gary payton that's who i usually am that's your that's your go-to yep yep yeah that uh those are fun times man I, i'm like i don't know why but like i watched um i mean that's what the the <laughs> the um no uh, the finals what with, uh the oh the last dance the last dance yeah i was trying to think what the name of it was so good uh, i was watching that uh, i've watched it like two or three times at least uh and um but man i like so much of my youth is like in that like just uh, spent how much out time i spent watching yep. chicago bulls basketball <laughs> oh, and, yeah. and playing basketball and stuff at that time but um I mean, that was a huge part of my life uh, through that era. The NBA on NBC every oh, yeah. Sunday. Yeah. Like the Heat, the Knicks, the Bulls, the Pistons. Yeah. It was always going to be on. 
But then I'm like, magic. I'm going through like, you know, of course, all the players that are, you know, uh, mentioned throughout that and stuff. And I'm like, I don't know why, but I still like have like entire rosters memorized. Oh yeah, in my brain. Like, why do I have all this information? <laughs> I don't know. I'm like, <laughs> like, well, that's when Horace Grant played for the yeah, Magic. I'm like, I shouldn't remember that. <laughs> yeah. Like, I can't remember my nephew's birthday. Yeah. But I can remember that. You know, the Orlando Magic starting lineup yeah. from the 1995 NBA Finals. Like, what is waste? But yeah. Yeah. I uh, I don't know why my brain works that way, but that's exactly how it is, man. It's just like 100%. Uh, I told my, I was talking to my buddy the other day and I said, uh, I can't remember math or spelling and stuff, but I can tell you uh, every lyric and counterfeit from Limp Biscuit for, you know, for, Jesus. for some reason, like. I can, Fred know, Durst is yeah. smiling somewhere right. with his why, why red are, baseball hat on. Why do I still know this song? Like, you know, <laughs> so <laughs> stuff like that, man. It's like, gosh, it's just uh, funny how it. Uh, that's what my brain decides to hold on to. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, yeah. But uh, there was uh there was definitely some fun basketball time. I like. I don't really get into. Um, pro basketball anymore like yeah oh yeah it's hard for me to fo- follow now like but i mean like i like i said that uh you know mid 90s i was like that was all i did like oh so yeah. i just i played basketball watched basketball yeah read books about basketball yeah. by basketball players yeah, yeah he had to get yeah you know, it's bad well i work in an elementary you know we get the book fair every comes through twice a oh, year and stuff and yeah i see it like this i, I always i laugh i think like I think it's still the same Lamborghini posters. Um, <laughs> man, but yeah. like there's always the, you know, Michael Jordan poster. Uh, but I used to, that's why, you know, same thing. I used to get excited about going to read a new, you know, basketball book or, yeah. what, you know, and getting a poster and getting, you know. Oh, uh, yeah, man. So, but it, was, it makes me laugh. Like we, me and my buddy, uh, Mike, I work with, we, you know, like I said, we feel like they must have printed like you know a million of those Lamborghini posters and still trying to sell them all. We got to keep them so, moving, yeah, guys. Right. These are classics. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the Scholastic book. Yeah. yeah. When the bookmobile would come to town. Yep. Oh. Uh, all right. What else you got? What's the next uh, right. question? Uh, let's see. Um. All right. What about a uh, movie or TV show you wish you were in? Is there a Oh man, and I've, I've kind of adjusted this one. Maybe this we could think of it as you as a as a character in in a certain series. But I also been thinking about uh, a lot of it for um, placements and stuff for songs. Mm-hmm. For as far as like pitching, like do you feel like Money for Guns would sound good on a, any certain show too and stuff? Is there do you ever think about? So there's some darker songs that I would love to have be in any episode of the Peaky Blinders. Um, but like where stuff that ours our songs would fit like justified yeah uh peaky blinders and then some this is gonna sound weird but in the background of 90 day fiance it's me and my wife's guilty pleasure like if when they're having like a fight they could have one of our sad songs play or when they're happy like an upbeat song and money for guns that would that would like make my career right we could have a song in 90 day fiance that's all i'm asking me as a character yeah um where would i fit I'd love to be on Broad City, but that's done. I think I'd fit in there. I think I could be like Abby's high school boyfriend. Yeah. Um, that she got tired of. Yeah. Put me in Broad City. There you go. I'd fit right in. Let's reboot it now. <laughs> that uh, 
What about you? What's what show would you be in where Shane Presley would be? Oh, I don't know. I, I love The Office. Uh, it's one yes. of one that I, I just think that would be fun to be like a random office uh, staff member, you know? So, oh, yeah. You could kill that role. Yeah. Just uh, somewhere. Uh, it's, that's really like one of my, not, not necessarily The Office, but I would love to have like just sort of my one moment, one line in some movie or TV show, just like. Something like that, I think, would be funny. Just a little cameo of some sort, and like, yeah. uh, you know, just uh, you know, whatever. Even if it's uh, uh, you know, just some random thing. But I think that would be a fun, fun thing to do someday. You could fit in that office crew. Oh yeah. Maybe I'll. Maybe I'll. Just... Is there like two or three people from St. Louis on that show? So oh yeah, just for call sure. One of them up. Yeah. Um, they, uh, me and uh, Stacy, we watch a lot of those. Uh, Silly shows, the nine, you know, talking about 90 Day Fiance. Yeah. We, we watch a lot of um, <laughs> the uh, uh, Married at First Sight. Oh, and, love after lockups. Uh, and going married at uh, first sight. It's like, lo- uh, how about second sight? <laughs> lo- love is blind. Uh, oh, Selena watches that one. I'm yeah. like, I can't do this one. I When they're in the pods or yeah. whatever. They're all trash, but they're, they're, it's, makes you feel better about yourself. I yeah. Think, you know, so like, I'm here for love. I'm like, no, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> you're not here for love. Yeah. Uh, which I just, Stacy shared an article with me, I guess on one of the guys on love is blind, love is blind, uh, like last season, I guess, or whatever now is like saying he's on the brink of homelessness that he like, you know, he's lost his job and he's like trying to get, he can't get a new job because nobody takes him seriously because he did the show. And like basically saying that there's like being on that show ruined his life that he can't like. You know, it's not that popular <laughs> right, of a show. Yeah. Like if you went to like Walmart today, apply for the job, they wouldn't be yeah. like, oh, my God, right. your love is blind season four. Yeah. Well, I guess he yeah. like regrets it and wishes it. You know, like he's, and he says like, you know, they did pay them money. Like I think he said he said somebody made like $10,000 doing that. But what? But if you broke down like the hours that he was on, you know, had to film every day, it was like $7 an hour or something like that. And I'm like, you know, it's, uh, <laughs> you signed the contract, bro. You yeah. want to be on TV. Um, but I was like, yeah, I was like, I don't, I'm, I'm not sure why they're like trying to make me feel bad for this guy. It's not like, yeah. I mean, you know, yeah. I mean, yeah, it sucks, but it's like, well, there's a lot of people going through other real stuff, you know, it's like, no, you, know. you can be on love is blind yeah. second chance. I'm right. sure they'll do that at some point. Yeah. Nick Lachey, you can have that one. No yeah. worry. That's my idea. <laughs> yeah. Love is blind. Second chance. Blind again. Yeah. Reblinded. Something like that. <laughs> Even more blind. Even more blind. <laughs> when you didn't think. Yeah. I, um, but now, yeah, we, we get, we get sucked into a lot of those terrible dating shows and, and, uh, mm-hmm. they're some high quality, uh, I, I trash TV. I suggest love after lockup to anyone. Yeah. It's so good. All right. It's like, he's been in jail since he was 18. Now we're going to get married. I'm like, no, no, you're not. I'm sure he's saying that now, but he's going to get out. He's been lifting weights for 15 years. You're not getting married. Just trust me. They're like, <laughs> he loves me. I'm like, oh, it's going to crash and burn. All right. Yeah. That's why you watch, man. That's every yeah, time. Please. Like, here it comes. Yeah. I, I know exactly. If there's any woman listening, here's exactly how you tell if your boyfriend or husband is cheating on you. If he calls women, quote, females, He's cheating on you. <laughs> if he's if he's like this girl called me, it can be innocent. But he's like this female called me. It's like oh, he's cheating. If he calls women or girls females, he's cheating. <laughs> Dead giveaway. 
Uh, all right, let's think uh, music-wise. Okay. Uh, um, is there another, uh, maybe a, a dream duet or collaboration for you? I know I know we're big, uh, you know, we mentioned a bunch of names already, Tom Petty and stuff. And, if I could sing a song with Fiona Apple, yeah. that would be it. I, she's it, huh? just so good. Her voice is so amazing. If I could do a duet with Fiona Apple, that'd be it. Boom. Number one with a bullet. There's yeah. no one else I can even think of. Like, that's it. Well, uh, didn't uh, didn't she do a music video with Zach Galifianakis? Uh, <laughs> yeah, like, she did. Yeah. Was that was that Criminal or something? No, or it was, was um, what, what? I'm Through With Love or something like right? that. It was yeah. from, I think, Extraordinary Machine. That was, yeah. And that was, a, I remember that, that. That was about 10 years. No, yeah. maybe not 10 years ago. Maybe it is now. Extraordinary Machine's old, but yeah. 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 That, uh some some i remember uh remember something like that that uh old zach uh, yeah it was pretty hilarious yeah, yeah. he uh and i think he uh and he did a kanye video right didn't he uh oh, i don't know about that yeah kanye is not my he goes yeah. right by me i'm like <laughs> I, I don't have i don't have uh, the attention this, span to deal with all these tendrils this, yeah this is before uh all all the other stuff before he went certifiably yeah. off the rails right. yeah um can't i think it's can't tell me nothing was uh that sounds like a Kanye song? Yeah, Zach's like out there, uh, like I think it was I think it was the official music video, unless Zach just did it. But I don't know. <laughs> There's a chance. Yeah, yeah. Who knows with him? He's he's always a lot of fun though. Yeah. Oh yeah. Right, a couple uh, more. Let's do yeah, this. I'm feeling good. Uh, but yeah, that'd be fun. Let's. I'll, I'll uh, be sure to tag Fiona on this one. So oh please, I'm sure she can. And uh, you know maybe the the Gallagher brothers. We'll I'll tag them too. Just oh, Noel and Liam. Noel's my personal god. Liam, <laughs> the greatest front man of the '90s, in my opinion. Anyway, uh, yeah, yeah. That. Uh, um, all right. Uh, say we uh, maybe um, they they decide to do the uh, Money for Guns movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, who who would like to see cast? to play you guys in the movie do you have a oh me it's russell crowe from gladiator right. obviously I mean, yeah the likeness right um austin would be played by u.s swimmer michael phelps because they look exactly alike um kyle would be timothy oliphant um todd whew, that's a tough one man you gotta have like i have to I have to circle back to todd um kevin it'd have to be a, an actor who knows how to drive a motorcycle I don't know Nick, Nick Cage you, you know what yes Nick Cage could pull off Kevin C. Benaller. he's the only man with the range yeah. to play Kevin C. Benaller. Um Dave has to be a strong silent type Dave we, we get a George Clooney to play Dave because they got the same like you that thick friggin head of hair <laughs> lucky <laughs> bastard um, and then Todd man Todd's the wild card he's a wild man if I could get, who's got a good deep voice as an actor? Sam Elliott. <laughs> a little skewing a little old. I mean, Todd's up there, but he ain't that old. We, we could deep fake him. Um, uh, yeah. We could get Bradley Cooper to do his voice from A Star Is Born. There you go. And Bradley Cooper could play Todd. <laughs> I, I love that uh, video meme trend or whatever when he's like, I just want to take another look at you. <laughs> <laughs> and it's always like a dog like with some dumb look on his face. <laughs> Oh man, uh, those always make me laugh. Um, but yeah, yeah. That uh, 
I uh, man, that was a fun movie. Uh, the Star is Born. Uh, a Star is Born. Because uh, like when I first time I watched it, I had no idea really like um, what was going on. But I'm like sitting there watching, and all of a sudden, I'm like, hey, that's Lucas Nelson and the Promise of the Real. Like, man, yeah. I had no idea they like, but they're Lucas Nelson backed up bradley cooper nice for the movie and like recorded a bunch of the songs and recorded a song with lady gaga on his record and stuff and um but i was just like i had no idea all that was going on until after it already you know, she's another uh, ball of talent yeah sean canaan and lady yeah. gaga all right two balls of talent <laughs> yeah um but uh yeah that was uh it was a decent movie uh, yeah. I, don't, I don't really i didn't really know the um other two original versions or whatever but uh yeah i remember i watched judy garland one i think when i was a kid it's been a long yeah. time but i thought uh bradley cooper did a pretty good job singing on those, so- yeah, on those he's songs pretty good. Stuff for, for guys not really known for singing I mean, he's no kevin bacon or kevin costner but he's good he's good <laughs> right we've got actor singers yeah uh yeah uh, uh <laughs> what's that uh or, or michael keaton i think he sang on uh jack frost movie and oh my stuff. Wow, deep, <laughs> deep cut. Jeez, Jack yeah, Frost. Is right. that the one with um Martin Short? No, that <laughs> no. was uh, Santa Claus. That was a different Jack Frost. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. I'm glad that you knew yeah. that so fast. Right. Yeah. I just recently watched those well, last last Christmas. And, <laughs> oh, yeah. So. All right, one more for all me. Right. What do you got? Uh, all right. Uh, man, jeez, I don't know. All right, what about... Uh, this is maybe a little more personal, but uh, your, your most proud moment... Uh, you were talking about you feel like this is maybe some of your your guys' greatest work as a as a collection and stuff. But do you have a your your most proud moment uh, as a, an individual and stuff? As an individual, I mean, it's like every day with my daughter. She's right. like, "I love you, Dad." I'm like, "Oh God, I love you too, kid." <laughs> um, but like, it's I don't know if I should be proud of it, but she's got a lot of me in her. Oh, yeah. We're short fuse with things that don't work. Like I explain to people, like if my star, my car got stolen. I'd be like, ah, damn it! But if like a jar won't open, I'm like, ah! I just want to rage and break the whole world. She's got a lot of that in. Yeah. Her. Um. So yeah, just seeing her grow up and how good her and my wife are together. It's very, it's you, you love it. Um, yeah. How old she now? She's just turned three. Yeah. I'm bigger now, Dad. I'm like, yes, you are. <laughs> yeah. Um. Musically, it's. I mean, it's literally the way we put this record together. Like, I'm just not because it's coming out, but it's so good. And I was my favorite moment from recording is I was sitting in the chair right over there. Yeah, you we recorded working, most of it yeah, right here in this room, half right? Half of the record right here in this room. And we were working on the Catholic Girls Love Paul Simon. And um, Dave and Kyle were getting frustrated because they couldn't quite figure out the arrangement and everything. And they're like, let's just come back to it. I'm like, guys, we own the studio. We own everything here. And we've been working on the song for 12 minutes. So let's just work on it. And it kind of, you know, everyone just kind of laughed and then, an hour later, that song was basically done. And that was my proudest moment, just like, because we've known each other so long that if there was a producer in the room or a different voice or an engineer, they might have said something and it changes the course of everything. And just being able to have that with like, you know, three of my best friends, it was like, ah, oh, that made me feel really good. And then the song came out. Like, that was probably my proudest moment from recording this whole yeah. thing. Yeah. Very cool, man. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, yeah, man, I'm excited for you. I'm excited for everybody Thank to give you. us a listen. Uh, personally, I'm I'm I love that uh, you know following along with you and being dad and everything. Now it's uh, it's exciting stuff, and yeah. we're uh, hoping to 
get there one of these days myself. So I think that's that's definitely a a goal of mine to, you know, I've always, you know, wanted to be dead. So uh, it's, it's crazy how great it is. Like Sylvie was born when I was 38. Um, right. 20. Yeah. Right. When I was about to turn 39, so 38 and it's just, it's so fun. Like, like this sounds dumb, but like we, you know, I'm 41 now. But like last night, she gets home, we just play with magnets and build castles for an hour. Hit a time of my life. <laughs> it's like, no, no, we got to build it like this. We do that like every night. I bought her Lincoln logs. Yeah. And like we build cabins. I'm like, I'm getting away with this. Like yeah. no one realizes this is just as much fun for me. Uh, yeah. It's, I, I mean, there's some rough parts when they don't sleep, but other than that, it's good. Yeah. I just went to see uh, Trey Kennedy at the, pageant it kind of i don't know he blew up on the socials with all these videos and stuff like funny videos and okay so he's kind of stand-up comedy is kind of new to him uh but he's it as far as like him uh it's a being live touring on stage and doing this stuff but uh but it's pretty it was you know second time i've seen him now and stacy really enjoys this stuff but nice on this particular tour he's got uh his kids now like five months old and so a lot of his material is about being a, yeah. a new dad now. And, um, and yeah, so he was like talking about some of the struggles with, uh, you know, right. You know, uh, going, having a baby. And, uh, he's like, uh, saying people, people get upset by certain things like, in, in uh, you know, their first world problem type of stuff. And he's like, uh, talking about how the, you know, his son's peed in his mouth twice today already. And like, so his stuff like that, like, you know, yeah. he's like, all right, I'm, I'm, I think it's time to go on tour. You yeah. know, it's like, you know, it's like, ready to hit the road and get out of here from, <laughs> but, oh, uh, man. so I don't know, stuff like it was, it was pretty funny, but he, uh, but I don't know. So I, I do, I, I'm, there's definitely, uh, some of the things we, the struggles there, uh, day to day, but I agree. I think like, uh, they yeah. seeing those little moments like that, playing Lincoln Logs and everything else, man. Yeah, like man. Uh, you give you, it's, it's worth it. Like oh, one hundred percent, right? It's you know, it's, yeah. uh, it's very exciting to see all that and having a good time with her. She's uh, is is she uh, getting into any of the music uh, with you at all? Or? Well, we've or, listened to the Encanto soundtrack, the Little Mermaid soundtrack, yeah. Moana. Frozen, sorry, Elsa one, Elsa two, because um, <laughs> yeah. they're not called Frozen. And <laughs> she loves "Shake It Off" by Taylor Swift because they have Friday dance parties at preschool. And yeah, but then my wife has her listen to um, Ann Peebles. So I want to listen to Ann Peebles, Mom. I'm like, yes, um, yeah. So mostly Disney, yeah. that's fine. Um, and she likes um, Muddy Waters. So listen to Muddy Waters, Mom. So we put that on. Yeah. And Harry Belafonte, because she's named after Harry Belafonte song, Sylvie. There's a record of Harry Belafonte on the wall. He's my favorite singer of all time. So she likes the Harry Belafonte, too. That's funny. I I mean, like, frozen to to muddy waters. Yeah, she's very eclectic. Yeah. I want to listen to Elsa, Dad. I'm like, okay. In my head, I'm like, technically, it's Anna singing, but that's fine. (laughs) And play Elsa. Uh, yeah. oh boy all right that's, uh, that's cool man i'm really happy for you buddy so thank you um well again uh grab the tickets join us august 19th the cranzburg and the grand center st louis missouri yes. uh beautiful space and it's gonna be a great time with some great tunes and uh 
we'll, uh, we'll see you there, man. Be sure to follow along with Money for Guns on your Facebook and Instagram. Mm-hmm. Money hyphen for hyphen guns.com with all the info. Um, and again, the uh, record streaming August 19th on your favorite platform. Yes. Thank Boom. you for having me. Thank you, I had buddy. a blast as usual. Yeah. Yeah, I can't wait, man. I gotta uh, give me a little time, and I'll come up with something for uh, for the five timers. Uh, maybe get those okay. those jackets ready to go. All right, I love so. it. A <laughs> starter jacket. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Will. All right. Thank you, Shane. Bye, everybody.